November 3rd, or vote by mail. Ballots can be returned by mail or at the official ballot drop box in the lobby of the Wayne County Courthouse or directly to the elections office, but not at polling locations. Make sure your vote counts. Place your mail-in or absentee ballot first in the official secrecy envelope provided, the one that does not have your name on it. Then place that in the return envelope with your barcoded return address label and complete the back, including signature and date signed. The last day to register to vote is October 19th. Your entire elections team is working tirelessly to ensure a safe and fair election, so please vote. Paid for by the Wayne County Board of Elections. Namaste and welcome to Bodhi Talk, where the intention is to inform, inspire, and empower each of us to wake up to who we really are. Not human beings having a spiritual experience, but spiritual beings having a human experience. My name is Doug Bill, and today on Bodhi Talk, my intention is to offer you, as you wake up to a new day, an experience that will sort of set the tone for a more peaceful day. Now, I've actually been struggling with this in a way. I've been uh, wondering how to best uh, adjust to this shift from the Thursday afternoon time slot that uh, I had been doing for that's four years now plus. Um, now we're in this Saturday morning, early morning slot, and I, I believe uh, the format of Bodhi Talk uh, needs to meet you, the listener, where you are as you're beginning your day, starting out in this... Uh, a uh, new day, and uh, just to sort of set the tone, and this is something that uh, I, I'm sort of sharing with you what it is that I've been doing on a regular basis. I, I go through some stretches and breathing and relaxation, and I, I may take a walk, but we're, what we're really going to focus on is to sort of have, rather than the few moments of what I call the Namaste Booster, which is kind of a guided meditation exercise, uh, we're going to go through a more involved exercise. So, again, we're going to be listening to Deuter, spiritual healing in the background. And um, so let's, let's just begin with a few gentle stretches. I'd like you to just stand with your feet about a foot apart and just reach up as high as you can and just sort of uh, alternately reaching with one arm and just sort of grabbing up with one that one hand and just stretching and then with the other hand stretch and then with both hands just sort of stretch from the tips of your fingers all the way down to your feet. Just feel that nice stretch. And now I'd like you to just sort of lean forward, get a nice forward bend, maybe your hands at your hips to just Support yourself uh, as you move forward into a nice, comfortable forward stretch. Breathing throughout this process, just keep the breath flowing. And then move into a nice, comfortable backward stretch. Again, with your hands on your hips. And then straighten up, and then just gently go to the right side. Just straight to the right, not bending your upper body forward at all. Just stretch and feel that stretch. Notice the different muscles that are stretching and others that are just letting go of the tension. 
coming back upright and then moving to your left and getting another nice gentle stretch to that left side. And now spreading your feet a little further apart with your hands again on your hips. Make circular motions, bending forward for that forward bending stretch and then just sort of bending over toward your right side and then uh, you may want to put your hands at the lower, uh, right in the middle of the lower back as you stretch back and then to the other side, to the left and forward. You may want to do that two or three times. Just uh, You might want to coordinate the breathing as you bend forward, exhaling, and as you come to the side, begin inhaling, inhaling more as you come backward, and then to the other side, exhaling. And just do that mindfully, staying within your comfortable capacity. Don't do anything extreme. And now as you're completing those standing stretches, I'd like you to just sit comfortably. Maybe in a straight back chair, I find that would be the ideal. Just sort of uh, sit comfortably in that chair with both feet on the floor. And then get a gentle twist in your spine, uh, spine just to sort of, you might use the back of the chair or the, the outside of your right thigh as you bend off to the right side and just feel that stretch all the way from the back of the skull down to the base of your spine and then go forward and do the same on the other side and pressing on your left thigh as you turn your body to the left getting a nice comfortable stretch to the left. And now just return to an upright position and to get a little more straightening of the spine. You want to have a, a gentle S-curve in your spine. So to do this, uh, you may want to imagine that your head is just being pulled up as though it's attached to uh, like a harness just to pull your head up and just Feel that stretching all the way from the top of your head down to the base of your spine. And now just comfortably settle into this positioning and be aware of where you are physically in time and space. And just become aware of your breath. Taking a few comfortably deep breaths, holding each breath in. Just Exhaling as much air as you can, out, 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 stretch, and then fill your lungs to their fullest capacity, inhaling in, 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 and hold the breath. And just do that a few more times. After holding the, that first breath, just gently breathe out through your nostrils, out, 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 to the point of stretch again. And then slowly inhaling, a little deeper, deeper yet, deeper, sort of topping it off and holding your breath a second time, holding, holding, and then letting go, exhaling, breathing out, one last thorough exhalation, 
a little bit of a stretch, and then breathing in deeper, deeper, a little deeper, and hold, and just observe what it is that's happening all around you. And then, as long as you're sitting and you're not listening to this on your radio in your car, uh, allow your breath to resume its normal rhythm as you exhale and let your eyes gently close. And if you are driving or doing something that prevents you from closing your eyes, just sort of listen along and consider how you might replicate the basic process that we're going through on your own when you have an opportunity to do so. Remember, just just getting your body stretched out and relaxed and watching your breathing. These three deep breaths, they're called yogic breaths, the complete breath. It's a way of just sort of getting yourself uh, energetically grounded. And then what it is that we do in this exercise is to just let go of any unnecessary tension. There will be some tension required to maintain the upright position, of course, but otherwise just let go of any tension that's not necessary. Perhaps you're aware of some tightness in your jaws or your shoulders, maybe in your belly or your throat, who knows. Uh, There might be tension in your thighs. Just scan your body, letting go of any tension that's not necessary to keep you in that stable upright positioning and then move into this way of letting go of any worrisome concerns about the past and the future and just become present in this moment right here right now and cultivating that capacity to witness, to observe what is, without evaluating as right, wrong, good, bad, supposed to be one way rather than another, and just embrace what is with a kind of intention to bring a the capacity to actually love what is, even though it might not be pleasant, but just to observe it, to witness it. From this vantage point, even above your mind, your body, your brain, all of that, just to sort of watch as if, again, I often use that metaphor of watching a movie. And i like you to just keep yourself grounded by watching your breath. Every now and then, just notice how your mind can stay grounded in the moment to what it is that you're attending to by just being conscious of the breath flowing gently in and out. Now, I'd like to discuss with you how uh, you may experience your life as a spiritual journey, as a classroom with a purpose. And with that purpose, as I've said in the very beginning of this show, the uh, awakening to who we really are as spiritual beings and to realize that it may be a, a, a lot of work to do this because it's going to be in opposition to much of what we've been 
accustomed to thinking and believing and what we've been programmed, how we've been programmed to see our life. Maybe it's about getting a certain amount of uh, money, status, uh, and power, and uh, accumulating a lot of material uh, well-being and comfort on that level. And what we're looking at, though, is a way of Yes, that all may be very important in the process, but what we need to consider as a way of finding that deeper peace that we yearn for is to frame the picture of our life as a, a journey to let go of any of the obstacles to our peace that may arise in our day-to-day -day experiences. And uh, it, it may be framed from a material kind of issue that arises, but how we are interpreting it is the key. And there's a, uh, a principle uh, in, well, it's, this is coming from A Course in Miracles. I have found this to be particularly profound and rather challenging to apply. The, the statement is, Beware of the temptation to perceive yourself unfairly treated. And I find this has universal application to, uh, I've been, as a psychotherapist, dealing with uh, all kinds of circumstances that people bring to me of where there's been some very real abuse and neglect and uh, what would be considered victimization. Uh, and yet if we focus on that, rather than looking at how we can achieve a state of peace even in the context of challenging circumstances, negative events. Uh, we might find that there's a way of even in this, in the midst of uh, what would generally be considered uh, a victim uh, circumstance, uh, we can sort of rise above it and witness it and see that it's the way we're interpreting it. Um, and how we can, uh, rather than seeing ourselves unfairly treated, we can turn it around and see how there's uh, a very peaceful way of looking at that. And again, this is <laughs> admittedly very challenging. And just to share with you an experience that I, I'm still in the midst of this. During the initial week or two of the pandemic, um, I was sort of thrust into an experience that I did not choose. And uh, this involves getting a puppy. We already had had a dog, and a rather old dog, nearly 14, 15 years old, and two cats. And the idea of getting a, a puppy was something that I found not to be a good idea because I knew that I would probably be the one that would be mostly caring for this dog. So that was my challenge. And so, well, as it happened, we, we did get this puppy. And as I anticipated, it was uh, my routine that was being challenged by the care necessary for this puppy. And any of you who've had a puppy know that it there's a lot of uh, attention needed to address the needs, not to allow it to be uh, disrupting the household in certain ways, barking or chewing or what have you. Um, and so I, I was really just seeing myself unfairly treated. And it, it's a very draining kind of uh, 
perspective to have that. And I, uh, in having practiced this uh, context of life as a classroom toward, uh, with the purpose of achieving this spiritually attuned state of inner peace, no matter what the external circumstances, I was thinking, yes, but in this case, I didn't choose this. So, uh, but what, what do we really choose? Uh, and, and so this is something that, uh, well, for months now, I've been looking at, and I have found it to be something that I slip every now, every now and then, I slip back into that mindset, but uh, consciously cultivating another way of looking at it and finding the joy and the benefit of having a puppy has been challenging at times, but uh, rather easy at times. Uh, and and so it, it's something that I've been uh, finding to be very transformative. Like when I'm able to direct my mind in this particular manner to let go of the idea that this is unfair and this is uh, wrong, I didn't choose this, and this is something that I would rather not be subjected to, and finding that, okay, that, that really bums me out, that drains my energy, and I don't need to think that way. So that's, that's basically the journey that I'm on here, uh, one element of the journey. Now, for those of you who may have just tuned in, I want to let you know that you're listening to Bodhi Talk on WJFF, and I'm your host, Doug Bill. And today we're presenting a new format, starting your day with a Namaste Booster is the basic uh, format that we're looking at. And we're in the midst of uh, the Namaste Booster, mindfulness is the key. And what I'm suggesting here today is that this is a particularly profound, um, I would say it's a, it's a principle that when we perceive ourselves as the innocent victim, and, and again, as a psychotherapist, I've counseled uh, many, many people, and this theme keeps arising, uh, being the innocent victim, not taking responsibility for what it is that may be happening uh, in the world and and again it, it's a very uh, tricky kind of thing uh, stuff happens and it seems I didn't choose it but I suggest that on a deeper level we're actually choosing even the uh, the victimization the un the injustice that we're experiencing so to look then at how this process of witnessing is something that we're cultivating and to be able to watch whatever the drama may be that we're experiencing. And I'm, I'm thinking actually of what it is that's happening in the world right now with this upcoming election and with all the drama between Trump and Biden and all the... Uh, polarization and animosity and uh, how many on one side will say about the other that they're the enemy and uh, subjecting me to this unfairness again the unfairness uh, in whatever way it may manifest and, and to realize that uh, what that leads to is a very reactive mode and that 
slips us into that other way of perceiving the world as if it were a battleground where there's enemies attacking me and it's it's about my material beingness that is obviously vulnerable uh, and therefore needing to be protected and uh, again I'm not getting political I'm just pointing out that whether you're a Democrat or a Republican you're going to see the other side as the enemy opposing and needing to resist that. And this is another very profound principle that I've just observed happening. Um, What we resist persists. And that's what it is that we want to uh, consider, that if we really want to change something, rather than resisting it, we need to move more deeply into understanding, not demonizing the other, but understanding where they're coming from and getting to that commonality of what we both want is the same thing. And so we need to cultivate that even in these very trying times here. And I'd say this is uh, where the rubber meets the road on the spiritual journey. This is where what it is that we're engaging in here is, you can say it's high drama, but there's... uh, a way of reframing the picture and so you know I'm not talking about withdrawing and just uh, saying okay well this is not for me I don't want to get caught up in this I want to be a spiritual person I don't even a lot of people I, I know who are on this spiritual journey consciously find that they are not able to tolerate watching the news or getting uh, any information about what's happening. They'd like to just turn it off and be peaceful. But that, that really isn't what the, the journey is about. We need to engage proactively in whatever it is that's happening. But to watch out how we might fall into that trap of the battleground mindset of being attacked and counterattacking in return. We want to move toward a way of responding in a loving way to what the other is all about and cultivating this whole process of perceiving what's going on. And uh, again, we're in this mindfulness namaste booster process. So with your eyes closed and your attention returning now and then to the flow of your breath, I'd like you to just take a few moments to consider what it is that is happening within you, what sort of thoughts arise as I mention these circumstances, because I know they're hot-button issues and many people are struggling to to deal with this, and uh, the stakes, granted, are very high, and on both sides, they they consider uh, what's happening here as uh, monumental, Uh, they say it's the most important election that we've ever had. And each side has an argument uh, in opposition to the other. But we need to find that common ground. And that's something that we need to find within ourselves, what that common ground consists of. And again, that that takes a, a good deal of work. And again, just return your attention to your breath. And just spend a few moments now as I stop talking for just a minute or two. I want you to just... Consider this principle 
beware of perceiving yourself unfairly treated and consider how that indeed stirs up a lot of uh, feelings of kind of a helplessness and uh, this other beingness or force that is in opposition to you and considering what it is that happens when you feel that injustice and how you internalize it the unfairness and how you might look at that from a higher vantage point and just let your breath guide you a little more deeply into the moment Breathing in, breathing out. And I've talked about that mantra, so hum. If you'd like, you can remember that. To hear the sound so as you breathe in, hum as you breathe out. It's actually a, what's referred to as a universal mantra in the yoga tradition. And the Sanskrit words, words so hum means... I am that. I'm not this human beingness, I am this spiritual beingness. And in that spiritual nature, I'm invulnerable. I'm eternal myself in that nothing can threaten me. And when I come from that vantage point, I'm no one's victim. So as you move into this process, consider how you may resolve to proactively engage in the circumstances around you. Certainly vote and express your feelings, but be mindful of that victim mindset and the attack-counterattack cycle that only sucks us into that battleground that leads to nothing good. We want to find a way to resolve our differences and find that, in fact, we share the same basic needs and desires. I talk a lot about the ego thought system as opposed to the thought system of the Holy Spirit and what it is that each is really about having a teacher. Uh, in the ego thought system, it's fear. And in the Holy Spirit con, uh, paradigm, it's, it's love that teaches us. And it's important to remember that the ego thought system is very sophisticated, it's very powerful, very strong, and it can be said that the ego thought system is foolproof, but it is not God-proof. And if we come from love and truth, align ourselves with the essence of what the beingness that we know as God is all about, we recognize our invulnerability, our eternal nature, and we don't get caught up in that drama of attack, counterattack, and we take personal responsibility. We don't take personally what it is that is happening around us 
it's their drama. So just bring yourself back into alertness and consider how you can practice this on a regular basis. You can tune in every Saturday morning and we'll, we'll go through something comparable to this each Saturday morning. And now I just wanted to let you know that there's, uh, as you probably already are very well aware, there's a silent funding drive happening here at WJFF. And I would like you to just recognize that this is something that it's very important. Uh, you can't get this kind of program uh, just anywhere. And what we're offering on, the, on WJFF is a, is a very unique collection of different uh, presenters. And we have NPR. We have, uh, well, Thane Peterson's here today with his... Uh, he'll, every Friday afternoon, he's got this wonderful jazz program, Living Jazz. And there's a number of other uh, people that are presenting uh, their own genre of music. And you can't get this anywhere else. So I'd like you to just please uh, go online and uh, provide us your support. Maybe you want to be uh, one of those uh, supporters that uh, uh, is constantly, every month, having... Oh, a certain amount taken out of your credit card or debit card, um, or you want to just send in a check to just remember that this is very powerful. So remember to support us, and I thank Jay Merrill for the Bodhi Talk theme music, and thanks to you for listening and for supporting Public Radio. And remember, be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Namaste. The pandemic has changed the world, and we've made changes here, too, adding local interviews to the afternoon news, adding shows like Josh Fox on the media and La Voz, and our volunteers are producing their shows in new ways, too. It's all to keep you 